and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running and growing. And today, if you're worried about sales or pricing in a time of economic crisis, then this is the podcast episode for you. Back in 2020, when the world was plunged into COVID chaos and the UK went into lockdown, I decided to run a series of free workshops and masterclasses. The series was called Thriving in a Time of Chaos, and it was designed to help and reassure business owners during what we all hoped would be a short-term crisis. Whilst the lockdowns may be passed, I'm not sure anyone could convincingly argue that the crisis is over. If anything, the chaos has spread. At the time of recording this podcast, as well as COVID, we now have war in Ukraine, a cost of living crisis in the UK, and a looming global recession. Not to mention ever worsening climate change that has caused unprecedented heat waves in the UK and wildfires across Europe. It is a difficult time to be a business owner or to be considering the leap into entrepreneurialism. And as I addressed in episode one of this podcast, whether or not now is the right time to take that leap is a legitimate question taxing many people listening to this. But recently I went back and reviewed some of those earlier masterclasses from the dark days of lockdown. And it struck me that some of what I shared then could be really useful to people now. In particular, I ran a masterclass on sales and pricing that, when I reviewed the content, reflected some of the questions I am increasingly asked by my community in light of the worsening economic news. So I thought I would update and recreate some of that content for you now. If you want to survive this economic crisis and come out of the other side with a thriving business, You know that you are going to need to get comfortable with your sales. But if you're anything like the members of my community, you have questions and concerns, right? I have a great product, but how can I sell in this climate? I don't feel right about selling right now. Shouldn't I be giving everything away for free? Shouldn't I be offering massive discounts? I don't think people can afford to buy my offer right now. Over the course of the next 15 minutes or so, I want to tackle a few aspects of these questions and conversations. First, should we in fact be selling at all in this current crisis and environment? Second, I want to look at all of the assumptions flying around, which many people are using as excuses not to sell. We're going to address some of those, so watch out because I'm not planning to leave you with anywhere to hide. And third, I want to look at the issue of discounts and freebies. How much should you be giving away for free? Should you be offering big discounts on everything? In a future episode, I'm going to talk about the art of actually having a sales conversation in this climate or indeed at any time. But for now, let's get on with the show. So question number one, should I be selling at all? Right now, there are a lot of people wondering this. 
should they be selling at all? And that is showing up in lots of different ways. It's not just people shutting up shop and refusing to sell anything, but I see people giving everything away for free, offering massive discounts, giving so much away that they don't have time to do any paid work, or allowing people to cancel long-term contracts that they've committed to. And we're going to look at some of those issues in a minute in a bit more detail. But first of all, let's just tackle the objection that it's wrong to try and sell to people right now. First things first, if you feel uncomfortable about sales and sales conversations in the good times, then a looming recession is the perfect breeding ground for that part of you that thinks sales are ick. So be aware of that and be honest with yourself about your attitude to sales normally. Is this really about the crisis? Or is this a convenient excuse to get out of selling because you find it uncomfortable? If so, then this is something you need to address and now is the perfect time to do it. Spend some time journaling on what it is about sales that makes you uncomfortable. In fact, I would journal on this question three times. And the reason I recommend that you do it three times is because the first time you'll get all of that top of mind stuff, all the obvious stuff, like I don't really want to ask people who don't have any money to give me money, or it makes me feel uncomfortable, or it makes me feel a bit icky. The second time you journal on this question is when you'll start getting to the truth of it and you'll start getting to the assumptions and the limiting beliefs that sit underneath the fear of the sales conversation. Maybe you have a belief that people won't like you if you sell to them, or perhaps you have some money mindset issues that are underpinning your fear of sales. If so, by the way, take a listen to episode four of this podcast and see if you can make some shifts. But the third time you journal on it is when you'll start to see the solutions or the reality of those beliefs. So take some time, journal on this question of, Why do sales make me feel so uncomfortable? And see if you can uncover what sits underneath that. And if you don't truly get to sorted in that third round of journaling, then take what you've uncovered to a coach or a mentor and work it through with them. You'll find some great coaches amongst the Actually Partners on our website at www.actually.world. Okay, Let's take a look at some of the assumptions that people make and which they use as excuses to avoid selling in a crisis. As my grandfather used to say, to assume puts an ass before you and me. And in the context of the sales conversation, you should never make assumptions. The only person who can actually tell you what is going on for them right now is that person, your ideal client themselves. And what I see all the time is business owners making really quite sweeping assumptions about what people are feeling, what they're thinking, and what people's financial situations are. But the truth is that these are assumptions and not facts. People find themselves in vastly different situations right now. But I've had clients say to me, my clients are all broke. They've all lost a massive chunk of their income. They're all panicking about their bills. Well, that's a very black and white statement. All of my clients are broke. So this particular client of mine went on to say, yes, they're all broke and I can't launch my program right now. I can't charge for it. I should just run another free trial instead. On more detailed questioning, it turned out that actually not all 
of her potential clients are broke. They've not all lost chunks of their income. And even those who might have lost their jobs or are in danger of doing so, some of them are actually the ones most interested in buying the sort of thing that she's offering. So whilst it's true that we have people who are feeling very fearful, very anxious right now, people who've lost jobs, people whose businesses are struggling or whose bills are soaring, we also have other groups of people who are still working, still making money, and still looking to invest in training, in coaching, in other services. Please don't mishear me. I am not denying the challenges that exist for many of us. The cost of living crisis is very real and very scary for a lot of people, and that may include you. But there are people, even those who have been made redundant already, who are seeing opportunities in this situation. This might be the opportunity to get fit, to work on their own health and well-being, to finally get the coaching they need to tackle their mindset issues or to start their own business. Indeed, after the 2008 financial crisis, what we saw was a massive upsurge in entrepreneurialism. Tens of thousands of new businesses opening across the UK, opened by people who had taken their redundancy money and said, right, that's it. I'm going to pursue my dreams. In fact, just last month, I was at my nephew's graduation ceremony. And they were celebrating a guy who was made redundant in 2009 and went back to university to retrain in something to do with computer techie stuff, right? Beyond me, but seemed very important. And then he went on and set up a business, which he then sold for millions a decade later. And there he was, back at university, studying something else with an eye on his next business venture. The assumption that everyone is in fear and broke and not wanting to spend money is just one of many assumptions that we make that undermine our willingness to sell. Others that I have heard. People will think that I'm heartless if I sell right now. Well, I won't think you're heartless and I'm a person. So by definition, that is not a fact, it's an assumption that people will think you're heartless. Or nobody's in the headspace to buy things right now. Really? Because I've just bought a new training course and I'm about to buy a house. So that is not a fact. It's just an assumption. And it's simply not true that nobody is in the right headspace for sales or that nobody has any money at the moment or that nobody who has money is spending money right now. Those are all assumptions. And this one I've heard a few times. People have more important things to spend money on than my services. There is so much wrapped up in that statement that I almost don't know where to begin. But let, first of all, it's an assumption. It's a sweeping generalization that will not be true of everyone. Secondly, there's also a significant limiting belief in there about the value of your services. But above all, you're making a decision on behalf of somebody else. It's for your client or prospective client to decide whether they have more important things to spend their money on. It's not your place to make that decision. Your job is to give them the choice and their job is to make that choice. Instead of all these unhelpful assumptions, why not make one helpful assumption? that your prospective clients are all adults and they all have agency. 
So when you feel that nervousness about selling, look at what the assumptions are that sit underneath it and just challenge yourself. Is it really a fact or is it just an assumption? Hopefully by now, nobody listening to this podcast episode thinks that they should not be doing any kind of selling at the moment. But there may still be people out there wondering about how much they should be giving away for free and whether or not to discount all of their prices. I get asked this a lot. How often, how much should I be discounting my prices? How much should I be giving away? So let's take a look at this in a little bit more detail. But before we do, Let me just start out by saying that I am not averse to discounting or to free content or free offers per se. After all, this podcast is free to everyone who wants to listen to it. So it's pretty clear that I don't object to giving away things for nothing. But I am opposed to people offering discounts or free work as a kind of default position as a knee-jerk response, or as a way to avoid sales, rather than as a considered part of their pricing and business strategy. Giving away something for free can be a strategic decision that can further your business objectives in some way. So back in 2020, running this series of free masterclasses was a strategic decision that I took. Yes, to add value to my community and to be of service, but also to grow it because that was my number one business objective at that point. For most people, the desire to discount or give things away for free comes from a really good place. You know, it comes from a desire to help or to be of service during this time of crisis. And I get that, particularly in the Actually community, which is largely made up of purpose-led entrepreneurs. The desire to be of service is a really strong driving force for people. But so is the temptation to step into rescuer mode and to sacrifice our own businesses on the altar of being of service to others. So I invite you to be really honest with yourself about whether you want to help or whether you are trying to rescue. And I speak not from an ivory tower of perfection on this. I speak as a recovering rescuer myself. And here's how you know if this is your default position. In normal times, are you constantly being told by your business mentors, your colleagues or friends that your prices are too low? Do you often find yourself doing work for free in normal times? Do you often offer people a discount on your prices even before they've questioned the price or asked for it? You're not alone. But if that sounds like you, if you know that you definitely have done that in the past, then perhaps your desire to offer free or discounted services in this time of crisis is actually a default position and not a considered strategic decision. Let me give you some questions to ask yourself in order to make sure that you're getting the balance right about what to discount and what to give away for free. The first question is simple can you afford to offer this work for free? And that is a question not just about money, but also about time. Can you afford to give away this work for nothing or for a heavily discounted price? Or will it leave you with insufficient time to do paid work? Another question, does providing the work for free or at a discounted rate fulfill a strategic need or objective in your business? As my free masterclasses did for me, 
I had the time and the money to be able to do it, and it allowed me to reach new communities, a broader cross-section of purpose-led entrepreneurs. It allowed me to showcase different aspects of my offer and to grow and build engagement with my audience. The next question to ask yourself is this, have you previously sold this product or service at a much higher price? The difficulty here is if you've offered your product, let's say you've offered it two months ago and it cost a thousand pounds, and now you're going to go out to the market and offer it for 200 pounds, the people who paid a thousand pounds two months ago are going to be really, really irritated. And then the final thing to consider in the context of free and discounted pricing is what I call resentment pricing. And you really need to be careful about this one. I have done this myself in the past for very good reasons. I've offered a big discount on a product and as a result, it's been incredibly popular. And I have then resented all the time and effort that it's taking me to produce that product and to put it out into the marketplace because I'm not making enough money from it. In fact, I sat down once and did my hourly rate and realised that I was essentially being paid the equivalent of less than the minimum wage to do the work on a particular product. I will never do that again. So be really, really careful. If you do decide to discount, that your pricing doesn't end up falling into that category of resentment pricing. Now, there is so much more I would like to talk about here on the subject of selling and pricing, lots of material for future episodes. But for now, in this time of crisis, should you be selling at all? Yes. Watch out for those assumptions that are really just excuses to avoid doing something, selling, that for some reason is making you uncomfortable. And make sure that if you're discounting or giving things away for nothing, it's because there's a valid strategic reason to do so. You need to get okay with sales and you need to price for value so that you can continue to grow your business even in the midst of crisis. Because it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey. And you will always be welcome.